But why some say the moon? Why choose this as our goal? And they may well ask, why climb the highest mountain? Why 35 years ago, fly the Atlantic? Why does right play Texas? We choose to go to the moon. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing. Not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Episode number 12 of the Other Things Podcast going on right now on an iTunes near you. Welcome. I'm Sam. This is Brock. Hello. Uh, This is episode 12. I just want to like review. I know we did this intentionally and um, we were just talking about JFK, who is the guy that did this speech. Uh, We choose to go to the moon, not because it, uh, not because it's easy, but because it's hard. He also said the other things, which is where we derive the name The Other Things Podcast. I just wanted to point that out, that it's not just... It is a clip that it's I just random randomly picked, <laughs> and, and then we got our name from it. So that gives it a little bit of validation. Yes. But in a speech from the president, he just says, and all the other things. We it's choose to go to the right? moon, not because it's easy, but because it's hard. Anyway, going on, last time... We mentioned something, and it was yes. It was a bit of a. Um, I was having some struggles with Facebook. Yes, Brock was having struggle with Facebook. I they, talked to some other friends who experienced the same thing too. Uh huh. But um, after we recorded the last episode, you went on your Facebook, and it wasn't like that. It was so. Th- the thing from last time is, Brock was mentioning that Facebook got rid of the, the little logo, the little logo icon in the top left corner. Um, and then he, after the podcast, I went back. I'm, I usually edit the podcast right away, and I go on Facebook for like a mental break, and there it is. I'm like, well, that's strange. I just saw it not there on Brock, so I log in on Safari because Brock uses Safari, and it's still there for me too. So I don't know why my account <laughs> was affected like that, and that it, it maybe it was just I don't know because then two or three days later I logged back on and it was there. You know what I choose to believe? <laughs> Facebook, Facebook up. no, Facebook listened to our podcast. Yes. They listened. Of All of them listened to our podcast. They were just like direct feedback. We need to fix this. Yep. And they're like, holy crap, they're onto us. And, <laughs> and I remember mentioning like Facebook does these little, little tweaks here and there and hope nobody notices. Yeah, that's right. Facebook. We noticed, <laughs> we noticed, we noticed every time we just choose not to say anything. All right. Moving on because we do that. Uh, all things games, Brock. This is I, an exciting game, Knights of the Old Republic. Yeah, this was like one of my first games I played for like original Xbox, Knights of the Old Republic. It's a role-playing game by Bethesda, same people who did like Mass Effect mm-hmm. and Dragon Age. Um, they have been doing a lot of new projects, but Knights of the Old Republic has always kind of been like this really special game for me because I basically have it memorized. I've played through it so many different times. Um, and it's also got a really big fan following, which leads to the story, which is there is a Kickstarter and a movement now that a fan has started who is a big fan of the game like I am, but he wants to remake the entire game in Unreal Engine 4. Now, that's like current gen, like Xbox One, PS4 level graphics for a game that was, you know, early 2000s. So that's a huge undertaking, but I'm really excited to see where it goes. It's got a lot of traction on the internet in the past couple days. 
Um, and, uh, you know, I would be super excited to play that, too. I would probably pay an exorbitant amount of money to play that. Right. So I'm not exactly sure how the whole licensing copyright thing is going to work out with Bethesda. Um, like if they're going to allow it, um, if they allow it, it would probably have to be free or only available to people who have already purchased the game. So we'll see where it goes from here, but just something to keep your eye on. Um, yeah, they, there's a real trend right now in the video game market of doing these high end, um, remakes of older games, kind of like, you know, they've been doing a lot of movie remakes, um, to please players and, you know, engage that nostalgia function for um, older video game players who played video games when they were younger and now, you know, want to relive, relive that experience. So mm-hmm. really cool example of a fan taking the initiative to go ahead and remake that game. And, of course, it's in the Star Wars universe, so that always helps with uh, traction and publicity. Absolutely. Um, I actually just <clears throat> popped into my head. I actually saw, you you know, in Episode 4 where they're playing the Jajaric table in the Millennium Falcon yes. with the hologram, mm-hmm. the hologram guys? There's a guy who's making one of those, like a real Oh, he's one. making a game, like with rules? With, and, and... Well, with real holo projections and stuff. Oh, really? And it's it's been taking him years. I, I was checking oh, I out bet. his webpage the other day, but it's coming along pretty well. Um, wow. It's really cool. That's excellent. Yeah. So, you know, just again, another example of a fan doing something to, you know, show how much they love the franchise and also adding to the franchise. That's great. Yeah. That's great. All right. Uh, we're going to be moving on here. Brock, uh, what's coming up? Uh, we are going to talk about uh, more Star Wars and Episode 8. More uh, Star Wars. Yeah. Surprisingly, we have an Episode 8 trailer already Calling kind of trailer. announcement trailer whatever it is anyway yeah. i gotta read uh the other things podcast is produced at open box strategies in brookfield wisconsin open box strategies is a website design video production and online marketing firm that delivers fixed fee value-based creative projects and never for an hourly fee jumpstart your marketing today call 262-825-6993 or visit openboxstrategies.com all right, time to talk episode eight, Star Wars. There was a short teaser trailer released. It's like 30 seconds. It's mm-hmm. the same scene at the end of episode seven, and Mark Hamill still doesn't say anything in the teaser yes. trailer. He put out a funny tweet saying that, like, hashtag still no dialogue, yeah. so, so many other things. The interesting thing about this is, yes, this is the same, this is the same scene that we had from Star Wars episode seven. We saw that right at the end, right before it cut out. But this was not the same. They reshot it for episode eight. Yes, they're starting from this that was, point. This is not the same footage that we saw in episode seven. This is completely different. Same settings. Different same camera guys, different cameras, right. everything else. Same settings, same characters. Right. And basically the <clears> teaser <throat> trailer was, hey, this is the first shot that we did for episode eight. Right. And, you know, so basically... I'm thinking that episode eight is going to start right where, literally right where episode seven left off. Which would be unique in terms of Star Wars. Pretty much. Because we've never seen a movie, a Star Wars movie where... um, There's always like time that's happened in between the movies where like stuff happens and we don't really know exactly what happened, but people are in different places, Um, you know. Luke and somehow Lando is inserted into the Han, or the... uh, Job of the Hutt's Palace, Absolutely. that kind of thing. Um, but that suggests to me that the beginning of Episode 8 is going to be mostly flashbacks 
and Luke telling the story of the Jedi and what happened to them after episode six in between this, you know, 30 year time span and, you know, how Kylo Ren came to be and then who the Knights of Ren are and if there's any other Jedi other than him, really. Right. Um, because it, it seems that Leia hasn't pursued anything Jedi wise. Right. At all. Except, she, except for Luke himself. Right. Uh, but like training wise, uh, I don't think that she's done that. She's done more of the, you know, almost not a general, but politician slash, you know, war type right. stuff. Um, helping with the New Republic and stuff. Yeah. So I think, honestly, it's just going to be him explaining everything that happened, which will make so many fans who were complaining about Episode 7 happy because... I think so. There's a lot of unanswered questions, and so I think that they'll be able to get those answered. Right. And this this whole time mapping thing, I'm not going to call it time travel because it, it doesn't make sense in this case, but... Um, jumping forward and back in time isn't something that we it rather it is something that we have seen in star wars already in episode three there is a somewhat understood like six months later after anakin converts to Mm -hmm. darth vader goes to the jedi temple kills people then all the rest of the jedi get killed through that whole order 66 and they didn't do it very clearly there's like a whole passage of time between there too, where they're not all being killed at once. It's all over a period, a, a period of right of of time where, where Jedi are like, just being killed off. They've done like visions and stuff before and predictions right. like right. that Yoda's made and Anakin has made that have been like kind of time like you know displacements. Right. But um, the you flashback won't... thing is kind of unique. Yes. That's not really happened too much in Star Wars at all. I doubt you will see like the right on screen like, like six Obi-Wan. months later. You're gonna see it's gonna be like one one period of time where Luke is walking with with Ray through through the island, you know, explaining to her what's happening, what what the Knights of Ren are, everything else, and um, all the other things. Yes, <laughs> and all the other things. While they keep jumping back to that same period of time, so that they don't have to tell us, oh, this is six months later. It, each this is six months later. This is six right. months later. They don't have to do that every time. They can just allow the audience to now know that we're jumping it, though, back to that period of time. It's going to be very hard for them to do any kind of actual flashbacks with Luke in them because they're not going to be able to get young Luke. You know what I mean? I doubt we'll see that. We'll probably see old Luke telling stories. Right. And then just like depictions of those stories going on. Um yeah, I'm excited, though. So, moving on, though, you have some predictions for Episode 8. Absolutely. Let's go through those shotgun style, and then I'll do my read. All right, sounds good. Um, this is going to be probably a little bit longer of a segment. So, let's talk about who do you think Snoke is. We, we talked about it a little bit before in our Episode 7 review. Right. Um, the we were day just after basically it came out. talking about the Plagueis <clears throat> theory. Now that you've had time to think about it, do you still... Subscribe to the Plagueis theory. Maybe. Maybe you don't. You're not feeling. There's this more doubt about in it? my mind than there was before. Yeah. About it because I'm not sure. It could be a lot of different things. It could be a clone of the Emperor. It could be. It could be a clone of Admiral Tarkin. It could be a clone of Darth Vader. It could be a clone of Luke. 
<laughs> See, when you add in clones, it can be just well, about anyone else. Well, there was an entire else. clone army at one That's point. That's true. They do have the technology. It That's exists. True. The thing is, there's always been a question, though, even in the books that don't even matter anymore. Can you clone a Jedi, and will the clone have Jedi powers? Right. And usually in the books, the clone Jedis go insane. Right. So, I don't know. Uh, I, know. I really, I really right. don't know. All right. I saw a theory regarding Plagueis that he is... Um. Well, wow, what's his name? Snoke? Emperor Palpatine. Plagueis is Palpatine. Uh, no, that Snoke is Palpatine. Okay, himself, not a clone, himself. Where he fell into the main reactor of the Death Star, and used all of his powers to create like a force bubble, force, force field. Mm-hmm. That's weird to say. That protected him against the the not only the impact of the Death Star. It also blowing up. Also blowing up. Also floating through space. Also, yeah, that one kind of <laughs> falls apart pretty quick. Would that mean but that he's on Yavin? It could be. That's where he would have been after or that, Or he right? was on Yavin and found a way off somehow. I don't but know. But Yavin is a gas giant. I mean, like, no, it's the not. moon. No, it's not. Sorry. Yes, Endor. Yavin itself is a gas giant. I mean, It's orbiting around the moon, which is... Endor. Not a gas giant, obviously. Anyway, um, so you're not so sure about the Plagueis theory. I, I don't know. I, I still think that he's Plagueis. It's the strongest. There's also this whole force the power character. that they've talked about, um, too, called Essence Transfer. Okay. We've talked about before in games and um, books, which would be like, let's say Palpatine has a shit ton of clones of himself that are just docile, no... Mind. They're dormant. They're just kind of right, and there. they're just around places, so that when he dies, he can just literally take his essence in the dark side and throw it into one of those clones. Yeah, possible. So yeah. I don't really know. There's tons of stuff it could be. I'm not really sure. The other thing is, he could be just a totally new person. All right. All right. Now I have an moving on. I have an interesting theory about Ray's parentage. Yeah, we talked about this. And a little bit we before. were talking about this just before the podcast, where I can. Um, all but, I won't say prove to you, but I can all but prove all right. to you that Ray Lay me is out the Luke's daughter. All right, here, I'm going to show you all my <laughs> cards. All right. So, this is actually going to go back to Game of Thrones. Okay. Now, right before the wed red, the wed wedding. The, the wed red, wedding. The wed wedding. Yeah, the red wedding. What song played in the soundtrack? Uh, I don't know. You don't know. Whose theme? Um, it is, yes, it is the Lannister theme, The Reigns of Castamire. This is, while everyone was still celebrating, they had happy music, everyone's dancing, suddenly all the music stops, and the cellist there starts playing The Reigns of Castamire, indicating that something is about to happen. Right, that was That is very signals. good for, and that is a Lannister song, that's very good for the Lannisters. Now, okay. let's transfer back to Star Wars. Now, we've all heard this before, I gotta switch things here um we've all heard this song before and see if you can tell me which scene this is i already know because we were talking about this before but (laughs) uncle ben and amberu got fried they got fried by the stormtroopers luke is supposedly now there's a whole other storyline in the book we're not going there (laughs) we're not going there (laughs) so they're fried by the the book boba did it though and then it goes back into, like, the Empire and everything else. So Luke had just discovered that his 
essentially his parents. Yes, it was his aunt and uncle, but the people that raised him had been fried by stormtroopers. It was the moment that he realized, holy crap, I need to become a Jedi. Also, he was angry, though. He was pretty angry. Which is bad. It was pretty angry. But there's someone who was following about the same storyline, and we heard the same music. I'm just going to play it here. I'm going to go to the beginning. Transfers. This is from The Force Awakens. Okay. It is Which the part? same. It is the moment when Rey takes the lightsaber with the Force. Okay. All right. And it is the same arrangement, the same I would instrumentals. See... Okay. And everything else, and then the, the fight begins. This, yeah. Right? Okay. So you're going to say that because of that link between Luke and Rey, that indicates some kind of connection at least. Furthermore, <laughs> there's another song connection. Um, you know, a song connection is why people were arguing for Plagius originally. Yes, I did. I did yeah. hear that because this, the, song, the song that is playing is the same song while, um, he's while Kylo about. Ren is talking to Snoke is, sounds very similar to the one with the bubble orchestra. Right comedy series i don't know what it is but um it's it sounds very and it does sound very similar to that music okay um anyway going back there is another connection which i didn't pull up but the very end okay of star wars the force awakens it goes back into that same force melody right then transfers out of that into the end credits in the exact same way that it did in episode three okay all right. What happened in the very last scene of episode three? Darth Vader yelling no? No. <laughs> Obi-Wan Kenobi <laughs> dropped Luke off at Tatooine. Okay. Right? Yeah, but Obi-Wan is the other I don't think I don't think she's Obi-Wan's kid. There's I no would, way there's no way that <clears throat> timeline would work out. My, she my, would have had to be conceived like literally the day that Kenobi died. In order for that timeline to even be well, I'm close even, to I'm it. suggesting if it, I, I subscribe to the Ray as a Kenobi theory. However, I think she is a Kenobi Skywalker now. Oh, so you're Obi-Wan saying that Obi-Wan, Obi-Wan had, Obi-Wan had, Obi-Wan a, had kid, a daughter. And then that Luke, daughter and Luke had a kid, which yes, is Ray. Yes, which is Ray. Jesus. <laughs> That's some Jedi genealogy right there. Right there. But how powerful would that Force baby, though, be, though? A Kenobi I mean, pretty and a powerful. Skywalker? Come on, and look I, at Ray. She dis- she discovered the force by herself. He was on, he was on Tatooine for a long time by himself. <clears throat> but anyway, the music, with the music, I was able to deduce that Luke, that Ray is Luke's daughter. It's pretty, nothing else. You can't really certain. you can't really make a correlation between. Kenobi. I'm still wondering. There if is she's... there is still a shred there. What if she's a twin of Kylo? Of eh, eh. that they hid from Kylo. But, but then why would they not mention it? It's like, oh my goodness, okay, we're okay. redeeming our son, but we're not going to mention gonna take more time. all our daughters. This is going to take more time. So <clears throat> oh what dear. if Han and Leia's master plan, because they knew about Snoke already, uh-huh. when they had twins, was to offer the boy, well, not offer him, but basically bring Kylo up to try to fight Snoke, but knowing that in order to get close enough to Snoke to kill him, he's going to have to become go to the dark side. And as a backup plan, they put their other twin, Ray, on the desert planet 
to chill there. And, you know, if for some reason Kylo died or didn't complete his plan, they were going to have to go get Ray and then start over. Huh? I know. That's interesting. It could, it, it could w- totally it be a thing. It would explain why the Millennium Falcon is on Jakku. It would also explain why Ray is such a good pilot. Yeah. Well, it would, Luke's it would a good pilot a lot too, of though. things. Yeah. Um, well, is, is being a good pilot, a genetic trait or a hereditary trait? Good reaction time could be, I don't know. It could be. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's move on. It's, we've certainly had some, I, I mean, I've, it's really just me talking. I think they're interesting theories. Um, but it's time to take off our tinfoil hats and, and move on. All right. So uh, well, coming up, we have, uh, game of Thrones and potatoes. The Other Things Podcast was produced at Openbox Strategies in Brookfield, Wisconsin. Openbox Strategies is a website design, video production, and online marketing firm that delivers fixed-fee, value-based creative projects and never for an hourly fee. Jumpstart your marketing today. Call 262-825-6993 or visit openboxstrategies.com. Okay. All right. Game Moving of Thrones trailer. Game of Thrones trailer. I assume you've seen it by yes. now. Yes. It's set in the Hall of Faces. Mm-hmm. Um, we Which hear is a, a lot. Place. It is a very creepy place. Um, for those of you who maybe haven't seen it, or just as a reminder, the the Hall of Faces is inside the House of Black and White, which is where the Faceless Men come from. Um, and they store a bunch of, essentially, the Faceless Men are assassins. They go out and kill people. They take them back they wash them up they keep their face which is a really weird thing so we've seen a lot of faces in there a lot of them people that have died already a lot of the starks some of the lannisters um a lot of other people that died we see Jon snow um his face in there and they have like iconic lines like he who does the sentence should wield the sword and all the other things like that um and then we see ends up we see Tyrion's face we see a whole lot of people's faces that are still alive so it's a pretty it's a pretty big trailer people are taking it I think way out of context going oh my goodness all those people are going to die this season no I seriously doubt that because we wouldn't have anyone left (laughs) the thing that I've always that I've been hearing talk about is if they show all these people who you think are dead and then they show all these people who you know are alive you're right and one of the people that they show that you think is dead is Jon Snow, but then they show all these people who are alive, too, so he could be alive. Right. So that's the whole ambiguous thing they're trying to go for, and it totally I, works. I completely agree, and there are there are two themes throughout the whole show, and that's... The, I've learned not to try to predict that show at all. Right. I know, I know, and it, it's, <laughs> it's just it's just feeble to try to predict it, but we right. all we also know that someone's prediction is just has to be true, just mm-hmm. by... And then when does the new Game <laughs> of Thrones season start? by process of elimination. Start? It comes out April 24th. April 24th. April 24th. We're going to be talking about it a lot. <clears throat> yes, I guarantee it. Um, all right. But there's two themes in the show, the Valar Morghulis, all men must die, and only death can pay for life. Those are the, really the two overall overarching themes going over. So that really just, the trailer really enforces the all men must die thing, and you shouldn't look any more into it, I think. Yeah. That's my They're review. They're just trying to confuse you. <clears throat> all right. Okay, so... You found an interesting article yeah, about talking potatoes about, and marketing and the Martian. Right. Talking about advertising, um, we live in a world today where ads are, are don't always look like ads. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they look like a news story. And uh, this is 
easily you can see this easily if you just go on your Facebook feed and look at stuff. Um, but it's also a really good way if you can disguise an ad as a as a basically a news story. Mm-hmm. That's publicity that doesn't batter your customer right and this potato company basically uh you guys we talked about the martian on the show if you haven't seen it go do it right now basically he farms potatoes on mars in his own crap to survive right and the only reason he did that is because he had this potato so this potato company started using the martian and matt damon as kind of a figurehead for selling potatoes which is a really cool idea and so when they did that a ton of news outlets online picked it up and ran the story and that was basically free advertising for them that right. you know it's not a pop-up ad it's not a 15 second ad on youtube that they had to pay for it's an ad just about their marketing techniques Absolutely. and then they're actually putting like martian posters next to potato stuff in the supermarket mm-hmm. so just an interesting example of being able to create an ad without making it look like an ad and uh, kind of get your customer drawn in a little bit to, you know, both products, the Martian and the potatoes, for that right. matter. All right. I think that about wraps it up. There is one thing that I want to talk ooh, about. Ooh, ooh, oh, that's loud. Sorry. We were talking <laughs> about JFK in the beginning of this episode. If you like JFK and perhaps assassination theories, you should totally check out this new show called uh-huh. 112263. It is executively produced by Stephen King, based on a Stephen King novel that I read. It is fantastic. It's all about time travel and trying to stop the JFK assassination. Wow. And who did the JFK assassination. So if you're into history and time travel, check that out. Um, Other than that, like we said, keep an eye on Game of Thrones coming out soon. And uh, you guys have yourself a great rest of your month. In the meantime, uh, I saw the movie Deadpool. Have you? No, I'm going to, though. Uh, So maybe we'll be talking about that next time. Yeah. I was surprisingly underimpressed. We'll talk about that next time. Once you see the movie, I don't want to talk about it without you having seen it. Um, And that's it. So uh, this has been another episode of the Other Things Podcast. Uh, For Brock, remember, life, it's a contact sport. And we will see you later.